Hit the record button. Hey everybody, welcome to the Shadowscape Podcast. I am Corey. Today I am all alone. I finally rid myself from my arch nemesis, Sean Lee. It feels real good. It feels real good. Anyway, we have a band. Are you guys a band? Is that what people call it these days? In we consideration, I, we're a, a band, a group of musicians. There you together. go. You know, band of people. We're a collection of artists. Okay. <laughs> Called Quinka. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. I like it. And you guys are from Seattle. Seattle. I like Seattle. What's your what's the, the the thing everyone should know about Seattle? The number one thing for you guys as people who are from there. Ooh, about it mm-hmm. or like something well, or like, like what's, what to do. What, what is the thing? Like when you think Seattle besides home, what do you think of? You know, Pike Place Market is really it for me. And I know that it's super I just think Even it's the as coolest a tourist spot. Yeah. And but like locals go there to shop because there's like really cool stuff. And I don't know, something about it is super cozy and sweet and I don't know. I just, I always take people there and I go there by myself too, just as like a, it just feels like Seattle for me. It, I, every time I'm there, I'm like, dang, these flowers look good. <laughs> like, I don't know where those florists get their flowers, but it's intense. Like they uh-huh. have literally probably the best looking flowers ever. They get their <laughs> flowers from the Amazon headquarters. Those are shipped in <laughs> from abroad. All, all of that marketplace is just yes. like, w- they delivery. One day so it's prime. great. Yeah. yeah. They just, yeah. <laughs> They prime those straight to the market for sure. Yeah, it's great. It's a nice. Soon song, it's yeah. it's not it's no longer Pike's Place. It's just Prime Place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like it. Cool. <laughs> it's Amazon's. Prime. Pike's place. I have a bigger sign, a bigger neon sign over the Pike Place one. I, you know, we joke, but it's it's yes, it's it's just the inevitable that Amazon will own everything. Soon we'll all be robots owned by Amazon. Which is probably fine. I mean, they do a pretty good streamlined. job. Streamlined. Our lives will be streamlined. Way more convenient. <laughs> Between you know. Elon and Jeff Bezos, I think we can, we can I'm just trust. I'm waiting for the first drone to take me to the moon. <laughs> yeah, or the dark side of the moon. It's true. Well, anyway, we can talk about real things now. <laughs> I, would, I, would love, I would love to know. I, I met you guys a couple, couple days ago, and uh, we met at the Stockyard Brewery, which you guys played. Um, that was really cool. I had literally no idea. I only thing I heard is, Corey, you have to be here and bring your cameras and you have to film. And <laughs> that was that was my introduction into the evening. And so like it's 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 interesting when you have no contacts whatsoever and then you're dealt a hand that's that's a good hand. <laughs> that's like oh I had I just I just was here and all of a sudden I'm really, really enjoying myself. Aww. So so that big clap for you guys. But before we, before I ramble on forever, <laughs> please tell me and tell the whole world, if you would, who you are, you know, what you're about, why you play music, how long you play music. Just give me a good meaty bite of, of what you guys are all about. Uh, well, there's four of us. Two of us are brothers. I am not one of them. And <laughs> um, we're all from uh, a small town north of Seattle. We all were born and raised there, but we met and formed the band in New York and um, we've been at it for a few years now. We, we tour full time and, um, that's kind of most of what we do. Uh, it's, it's, it's pretty great. We, we like connecting with people and, um, we get to thrash around a lot on stage and, um, and, and we, you know, do what we love. So we like it a lot. 
We sort of just write and play music that we enjoy writing and playing, and that's kind of always been the drive for us, and getting to share that with people is a very nice. It's bonus. always interesting. You meet so many bands um, that they burn out after like three or four years, and it's especially once maybe they were a cool local band and then they get on the road and then like within like four months they, they're all like they broke up and it's they, rough but it's interesting a lot of the times it seems like those bands are the ones that were like this this thing is cool so let's be a cool band like that because maybe we'll be famous or maybe people will like us and they get on the road and they're not doing what they love they're not making music they love uh it's it you can really pick out the people who are like just genuinely just going after what they love because they tend to last longer and actually you know you guys have smiled a lot and um it's you're all sitting on one couch together so this is and you guys like i know your brothers but like well we're taking this moment to officially break up as a band on your podcast <laughs> like to take this time to announce yeah so you said you all grew up near seattle but you formed the band in new york yeah, um, me and, and the, the two Hamers all moved to New York after high school, basically, but we all moved at different times and for different reasons, and we sort of all ended up in the same place, um, but we had mutual friends, so we connected, and um, uh, and then we started playing music together, and Jillian and I went to school together when we were really young and sort of lost touch for years, and she ended up at one of our shows that at, on purpose? in Bellingham. Yeah, we hated each other. <laughs> we still do. I gave her back the, the best friend's necklaces. <laughs> I said, no more. No, no more. more. This is a hideous necklace. Uh, I do not love you. It's I a understand. Lifetime original movie. You can see it all summarized on yeah, Lifetime channel. That's great. But we worked it out. Ten yeah. years later, we worked it out. <laughs> that's how I, that's what we're, I'm going to do that with Sean tonight. I, oh, yeah. oh, great. It, yeah. It's worth it. Yeah, it's, it's worth it. All you need is love. Necklace, but. Take that necklace back. <laughs> um, no, we were just in different grades. <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, but she was going to Western Washington University in Bellingham, and she ended up at one of our shows, and, um, and we asked her to be on our album because she plays the cello, and then we were like, well, how do you feel about going on the road and she was like great she quit school and quit her job and broke up with her boyfriend and that was that's that awesome was like that i did ago. it was literally like crumpling up my life into a ball and throwing it like a paper ball like behind me like all right we'll, we'll start over guess i'm done with this <laughs> yep something new that's awesome you know what's i i'm really impressed uh with the cello side of things because I, I don't know how many bands have wanted a cello player. We we all do. Every, every single band wants a cello player. And you try to find one, and they're either bad, and you don't want that cello player, <laughs> or they're great, and they're like, well, this is going to be expensive for you, but I'd love to. And it's, it's just like, it will never work out. You're the only cello player who's ever been on tour and agreed to, you know, crumple up your life. And <laughs> Yeah, you know, I mean... It, it seemed like the right thing to do at the time. <laughs> um, Some dire no, straits. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, it's uh, definitely no regrets. I, I, I should mention that I, I, I didn't uh, grow up or, or become a cello player in the traditional way mm. that most cellists do. Um, I sort of, uh, I played in like the school orchestra and no one was playing the cello. So I was kind of like, okay, so who's... Who's going to do it? Like, come on, someone's got to do it. And uh, it just kind of, everyone looked at me and I was like, all right, I guess I'm oh, doing it. So, I thought you were pep talking with the, the band, band like, someone has to. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> no one ever answered your call. So yeah, you were, okay, I was like, I, well, I guess it's me. So, uh, yeah, and uh, it, it was definitely a, a good experience, but it wasn't a classically 
but like I, my uh, ch- the orchestra conductor didn't play cello, so she was kind of like, oh yeah, like, well, y- y- we'll we'll work this out, we'll figure it out <laughs> together, and so I. Uh, I Very did comforting. a lot of it. Yeah, I did, did a lot of it just kind of, I'm going to make it not sound bad for a long time. And uh, eventually it transitioned into being really creative and playing playing it in interesting and, and non-traditional ways. Yeah. Um, which which it, really it, comes across. Yeah. Because it, half the time I'm like, I would have never thought of doing anything on a cello like that, but that's that's super cool. Well, it comes from not knowing really how to play it in the first place. So it, it actually turned out to be one of my greatest strengths was not really knowing how to play cello on the cello. I feel like <laughs> that makes sense. we are creative twins. Every, every bit of musical talent I have is pretty much like an accident. Like, I want to do this. But I don't want to learn, I guess. <laughs> so here we go. Yeah. Now, all four of us are, yeah, are self-taught, so no. we're, we're sort of just figuring it out as we go. That that makes well. It's what's interesting that it makes perfect sense when I like now I've kind of got to digest a little bit of what you are. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've seen you guys play um, enough to go. What is going on? Like, <laughs> and, and, and and I mean that in like the best possible way because. I can. It's easy to like look at an like a, a list of instruments on a stage and go, "Oh, I know." Right. I mean, even more, you can like if you just look at their shoes or hat, you're like, "Okay, I got it. <laughs> I know where this is going." But I I was like significantly surprised every single song the other night, and it was cool. Like I I particularly like producing records for artists. Um, everybody wants to be really creative particularly like young bands always like have a hundred singers. Everybody in the band wants to write or sing the song they wrote. And and you're always trying to like coach people maybe out of that because some of them can't sing or some of them like it doesn't, it just not, you can't define a sound, but you, I think maybe were the first band I've ever heard my entire life that you, your sound is defined by four people and I can actually hear everything working together on every song as individuals in a collective way and I thought I found that like really just like inspiring and like encouraging that it is possible uh that that, like maybe it can be done when like everyone like there's not one person that's like this is the way we're doing it and it just seems like everybody gets to actually be a part of something and I think that it makes your music so unique and so I don't know. Thank That's you. a freebie. I just appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Nice. I mean, I'm still, I'm having a hard time like controlling my fanboy. I mean, property, <laughs> property brothers right here. Like, I, like, oh yeah. Did we mention that? Yeah. <laughs> Why do you look less like a property brother? Um, you, got dropped as a child. I, yeah. You know, I did too. Well, Is that real? Go. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> Yeah, I was a year old. I have a scar right here. My babysitter well, you got dro- dropped hard. She dropped me on an oven door. <gasps> oh, no. At least we weren't the in the oven. Who holds a baby <laughs> and opens the oven? Mom. I mean, yeah. And then the greatest part is oven door, <laughs> then the concrete floor. No. Yeah. No. Good it turned times. out great. <laughs> you, yeah. You have not known me very well. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. So you guys have been on tour for a little bit? Yeah, so this is our this, fifth week? Yeah, the, on this week? run. Seventh um, week? Eighth week? We've been on the road for three years. <laughs> um, no, yeah, this is the end of a five-week tour. And um, it's, 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 I think so much of what this sort of thing is is perseverance. Like, 
I think that the the most important thing is like continuing even when it's when it feels impossible <laughs> which is that I, I mean that's what I always tell people when they ask for advice I'm like just keep doing it because it's gonna be really bad and hard sometimes patience is is such an underutilized tool in actually getting to where you want because patience not it seems like it not only allows you to be the band that's still around uh, but it allows you to actually grow and develop and learn and learn from not only like just playing your instrument, but like seeing other bands, seeing other places, just seeing like the world and people like unravel in front of you, I think is just such an inspiring thing to help you create and get better. Uh, it's it's really interesting. Like I, I'm, I usually tell people that like, they're like, I, I want to start touring, but you know, they probably don't have a record. They've played seven shows and it, I usually tell them that you shouldn't, but it is interesting. I would say like 90% of the songs I write are about people that I met at a show and they just came to the merch table and shared a story. And I think it's really interesting that the bands that you see touring a lot and, and doing it well in the sense of just taking it all in, realizing that tonight sucked, there was nine people there, but there could be 19 tomorrow and now that, that would feel better. And there could be 9,000 in a year and that would feel great but really identifying themselves as just like we are artists and we want to create art and wherever that takes us, that's going to be okay. Totally. Yeah. That's cool. So this was a great pep talk. Thank you. We won't break up. We resend, we resend the initial. <laughs> this is a, this is the intervention. I just, every now and then I get an email. <laughs> I really like this band, but we feel like they're about to break up. <laughs> Could, could you help? Yeah. Um, so I'm here. I just want to let you guys it's know. like you're... a Dr. Phil type show. Yeah. I see. What happened here? Are you going to bring out our parents? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, well, I, we were joking earlier. Um, what was the name? Staff Daddy? I think that's what it was like. We were just trying to think of the most awkward way to call somebody like on your staff. Hashtag Staff Daddy. That was the one that was winning. So I'll just be your, I'll be your uh, tour dad. You can do it, kids. <laughs> I believe in you. So do you have uh, any new music you're working on or any recordings that you're working on? Or just like, did you just come out with something and I'm way behind? No, no. We we came out with an EP in June. And just a few weeks ago, I guess it was like a couple months ago now, um, we went out to an island in the San Juans and posted up for like a week and just wrote Um and we, Who we, are you guys? <laughs> I don't even Kulinka. know where that's at. <laughs> did, did Property Brothers find you a good spot? Yeah, yeah we got. We, we were renovating a home out in the San Juan Islands. And that freaker loves Airbnb. Yeah. I know he does. Yeah. No, it was like Jillian's distant relative's beach house, and they just weren't using it because it's in the middle of the winter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and on an island. And on an <laughs> island. The, the San Juan Islands slow down a little in December. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we just wrote a bunch of new stuff, and um, we kind of had to put it on hold a little bit while we're touring but we're we're gonna keep working on that and hopefully get, it, get an album together in the next eight months or a year ish it's pretty still you know in the works but it's we're really excited about the stuff we're doing so i'm a little worried that your next record's gonna be like sound like Jiffy, jimmy buffett like why is that you go to a, you go to an island. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, it's, not the kind of it's not the kind no, of no, island you're no, picturing. No, 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 it was no, a very no. cold, very cold island. Buffett, Think, uh, very gray. David Fincher film. That was oh. the kind of vibe of the very island. Very eerie. Yeah. 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 So for some reason, I got you on like 
and bikinis like, on the equator. Take that no. saturation we and just slide it way down into the negatives. <laughs> it, it rained a lot while we were there, yeah. which was really nice. It was actually perfect because we didn't have any drive to leave and go explore and go hike or you know yeah. do, do normal things that we'd probably do if the weather had been nice. There's also there we no were, cell reception and there wasn't, or there wasn't internet, reception so it was or, very easy to focus in a rainy, so we're stormy. All just like, all right, it was a very unplugged yeah. uh, scenario. Was like, the rider that went out in the woods for like yeah. months at a time? Oh, Bonnie Bear. Well, like the old, like, like writing books. Hemingway. Oh, yeah, Hemingway. <laughs> you had a Hemingway experience. Lots of right, lots of old writers did that. Yeah. Though. So, <laughs> you any, any writers before like no. technology ever existed? <laughs> what, is, what was that what like? They yeah. do. <laughs> Let's go back in time. Um, to, you no, know. these are islands off of Seattle, so they're like oh. that sort of yeah. feeling. Let me tell you what I know about geography. <laughs> <laughs> I was curious these these distant relatives you had on the equator. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So when you guys are recording your albums, do you re- like reproduce and record yourself or do you like seek out other producers? Um, we, we've in the past, we've worked with uh, Jerry Streeter. Um, he's produced our, our last several projects. This new music we're working on, we are attempting, uh, to do it ourselves a little bit more just to have, we're all very particular with our sounds and everything. And, you know, normally when you go into a studio, you only have so much time, yeah. depending on how much money you have. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. the more, and we tour a lot, and we're we're always busy playing shows. Well, even then, it's hard to block out yeah. even a month, you right. know, yeah. for recording. So especially when um, you have to pay your bills. Yeah, out of both necessity and just our own curiosity and wanting to try it, we've we've done so many projects in studios with Jerry. We've learned a lot, um, yeah. and we, yeah, we just sort of wanted to. to Try it or try try a hand at it. Basically. This would be a good time to tell Jerry he's fired. Yeah. Uh, Jerry, Jerry, I'm really if you're sorry. Yeah, Screw if you, Jerry. This, uh, we're done now. <laughs> this there's been so we're gonna many be breakups out to him for help, yeah. in one short podcast. It's all coming out. She broke up with her boyfriend. <laughs> he still we, doesn't know. We found out these islands were not <laughs> south. We, you guys lot. broke up and rejoined. You know, we like to drop a lot of bombshells in each podcast interview to really kind of keep the listeners it's all interested. Yeah. Yeah. Ben breaks up. You, you won't believe. You won't believe what happens minute three. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's cool. Have you ever recorded before, like anyone else, or is this like? Are you going into this completely new? Pretty much new. Our last EP was kind of a blend of what we're doing now. With studio time, so we kind of took a step towards this direction, um, and so yeah, we're just taking another step further. That's awesome. And our sounds always evolving too, so the way we record is very different from our first record because we do a just our, it's always evolving based on yeah. kind of what we're playing. A we lot have of this electronics. Yeah, the synth now. now, which is pretty much just a direct line into a computer, so yeah. you don't need to go into a studio mm-hmm. to, to do five days worth of synth and you know <laughs> electronic drum work. So it definitely is, is shifted as That's our sounds evolve. Right? Yeah. <laughs> we did that last don't time. Don't listen to him. Please don't listen to him. Please come to the studio. Synths sound better there. <laughs> We can do it. You all really need, yeah. You need the electronic. Yeah, tr- yeah. Go into the don't studio. Even know what they're <laughs> if doing. you do not use the best preamps <laughs> for that Roland Juno, it's gonna sound like the '80s still. No, I totally get that. I totally. It's it's really bizarre. We've been through this this thing of like hiring producers and then like doing it ourselves and then hiring producers again and now we own a, a big studio in Kansas City and it's like. It's it's weird. It's like I feel like we're kind of breaking the rules because we 
are doing it ourselves just happen to be in a studio because Sean and I record all of our own records and stuff. There's something I think really pure and special, at least if you can get a good track, like if you have like some sense of taste, which it seems like you guys do. I think if you use your ears and you kind of follow your heart, it, I, I do agree that the right producer at the right time with the right things can, can make something special happen. But artists who write really well and really understand themselves and have a lot of self-awareness in the creative side of things, it's just kind of like, just let them go, producers. Like, <laughs> let them do their thing. Because it's it, sometimes, like, that that need for producers to, like, make sure you have a hit or make sure you're not doing that little thing in that second first because it you're you're out of the pocket like but sometimes like who cares because like you're there and you know and you trust it and you know that's what I want to do right there and I I just think there's a really cool purity especially in the beginning of an artist's career where they can just say you know what f f everything and we're just going to do what we want and if it doesn't work we still love it and I think even more than ever, maybe not the 60s because the 60s were special and awesome, but more than ever in, in my life, it seems like the majority of the fans that I meet and the majority of people out there listening to pretty much anything other than the people who are just in like the top 40 world, they just want to hear like what's really in there they just really want to connect with that person like as closely as possible and it feels like like a lot of the music industry is kind of homogenized and it's kind of just like everything's diluted so like i'm so happy when i hear people going you know what we're just gonna do this because we know and maybe no one else does uh and you know it's really special so i did have a question about um have you ever considered like since you guys do tour so much have you ever considered like recording a record while you're on the road and just like touring a week and then like airbnb at like a house for like three days yeah well that's sort of the uh idea a little bit we tried to do that on this one we brought all the stuff with us and we we're just gonna go to a time. farm we like but all of our time off just got filled <laughs> with things yeah. which is great but we did we were gonna bring it on the road we did a little bit like we did some stuff in reno and here and there and, and that's kind of the plan because we are going to be on the road over the next year um but we'll see and we do have an Airbnb now, so we we yeah. might we might be doing some stuff tomorrow nice. or the next day. But yeah, that's the uh, eventual goal. Once we sort of you know get our our groundwork laid a little bit more and, and understand how and we. It is the one know. nice thing about doing it yourself is if you have an hour or two and you're literally just plugging your synth into your computer to get some little fill line here or whatever, then cool, pop your lap wherever you are, a hotel room or a green or a pop your laptop van, open. Going down yeah, the road. sit in the van, yeah, or comping and editing, you know. I've been doing that all day today and yesterday. Um, so it's kind of nice that you So can... they hate you. <laughs> <laughs> do they hate you or do you like it? Uh, I like it. We did video editing. Um, I've done that most of my life, so I'm used to spending hours and hours on a computer clicking on really tedious things. Yeah. We, that... we don't hate him. We trust him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Zach's, Zach's just the, the most trustworthy on that kind of... So you're going to be the guy that has to mix everything down and manage it all? Is that is that your role? Uh, right now, I'm just mostly the garbage guy, cutting all the garbage out. <laughs> <laughs> the garbage collector. So in your personal opinion, who's giving you the garbage Oh, here uh, we go. Here's another uh, I bomb. pretty much do perfect takes, and, uh, <laughs> you know, I got to clean everyone else's stuff up. It's pretty embarrassing, honestly. 
I could tell. <laughs> I could. I. I really <laughs> sense that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you guys walking out of the room? This is, <laughs> I don't understand. I really don't want. Whatever. Me and Property Brothers. Well, it's fine. I, like I can't even remember your name now. <laughs> You're just Property. He's brothers. called Property, and I'm called Brothers. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I that, that that does make a lot more sense. So, is Folk Alliance for you? This is your first time, right? Yeah. Well, what is Folk Alliance for you? How did you end up here? Like, what, like, what drew you to this weird place? To be truthful, our our agent at Madison House um, just emailed us and said we got an offer for an official showcase at Folk Alliance, and I really think you should take it. It's really, it's a really cool thing and really helpful, and um, you can meet a lot of people, and it's it's super fun. So we were like, great, and it fit in with our tour. Yeah. Um, and it's been really interesting. We've done South by Southwest, but this is kind of like, I feel like this is kind of what South by Southwest used to be, sort of. It's like an actual conference and yeah. not just like a bunch a of festival. drunk people, yeah. you know, throwing up in the street. Um, yeah, it's helpful. I mean, it very hasn't happened streets. yet. I haven't yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's Most what I'm, hotel I'm planning on doing that later tonight. I'm going to start that tradition now. <laughs> great streets here in Kansas City. Um, I'm doing the hallways. I'm not oh, making yes, it out into yeah. the roads. Yeah. Well, the, the, luckily in hotel carpet, you can never tell. That nice, that nice color of complex oh. colors. Yeah. How do you feel about hotel carpet? I think we, I think we, we hit the nail on the head just now. <laughs> what do you think, Jill? I used to feel okay about it <laughs> until this moment. Now, now I'm keeping my shoes on. You, everything you say sounds kind of like it could be a song title. <laughs> keeping my shoes on. Earlier, you had a really good one. Something about um, I don't remember what it was, but something about the San Juan Islands. You, I don't know. I was gonna mention it, but I'm bad with timing, so. Here we are. It's too late so, now. Yeah, it is way too late. Play it back. Let's play it all back. <laughs> Hold on. Can we go back? Are we doing record this? We have a guy for playback. What's yeah. going on? <laughs> so, do you guys go straight home from Folk Alliance? We yeah, we have one show in Omaha, and then we're home, which is that's lovely. a fun drive. Yeah. <laughs> Omaha. It's that to that Seattle. nice uh, Nebraska, Eastern Wyoming. It yeah. all looks the same. It's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, especially if you get to, like, this time of year driving through Montana, it's like, well, it might snow the whole way. Yeah. It might not. It might get caught in a blizzard. Yeah. Have you ever got caught in a blizzard? I was actually just going to say yeah. we did. You want to tell the story, Nathan? Which one? The the one we've had we some blizzards there. We, we got caught in They blizzard. closed the highway. We, yeah. couldn't, we had to, like, call a bunch of hotels. They were closing the highway, like, on, like, at the next exit, and we were we had to like call a bunch of hotels and they were all booked up because everyone was pulling off and we finally found one hotel. It's like, thanks, we don't want to die. Really, yeah. Yeah, we were, <laughs> no, we were like all on our phones. No, oh, and, and just like, some of us oh, didn't have nope, service. Not that one. And it was they weren't really, answering because we they were getting too many calls. truly concerned we were going to have to just like, pull over. Like, which is interesting because the snow wasn't even as bad as it was like last week where we were it's driving through Midwest. <laughs> we were going up and down, like ping-ponging through the Midwest all during like those blizzards that came through. Or those snow snowstorms. It was pretty dangerous driving. Couldn't see the roads. Oh, yeah. On this tour, we all we also yeah. the guys were driving. The property brothers over here were driving through some. <laughs> we had to hit several properties stuff. in the snowstorm. <laughs> so what I'm concerned about is, so you called a lot of hotels, and then one said you could stay there. How, how was that? This is janitor's closet. It was, no, it was actually a really cute hotel. I remember being like you drive feeling. Drive by it all the time. Yeah, now. the pronghorn, <laughs> pronghorn in and sweet. Wyoming. <laughs> 
This um, podcast is brought to you by Pride <laughs> Barn. <laughs> they are the best place to stay when no one else will have you. It was. I, I would remember being so relieved. It was a really it was nice like, place. Yeah, yeah, it was sweet. Well, you got lucked out. Yeah. I was like, I was like, this story is going to get good. I, mean, I don't want you to feel like we were staying at like a Hilton or something. It, it was, was like a happier nativity story. We They did let us in. <laughs> The we pronghorn. The Jesus can't stay, but we can. <laughs> That's their slogan. That's what it says. That is, yes, I've actually heard that. One of my, my favorite things about the pronghorn. That and all the, the moist towelettes. You can, as many as you want. They'll send you a backpack. They're cold, but they're moist. Yeah. So it's nice. Nothing like saying moist repeatedly. On a, I I, like I, we it. just lost a lot of subscribers. Unsubscribe. So more, more clickbait. Moist. Here we go. That's awesome. I was going to eat this ice cream into the microphone. Is that okay? <laughs> we have ice cream. <laughs> they brought thanks so cream. much for bringing ice cream. And we really appreciate it. And it's literally too much ice cream, but thank you so much for bringing it all out. This podcast is brought to you by all the ice creams. <laughs> well, cool. Well, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Do you have a lot of showcases left or any? Or uh, You have one, right? Four, four I guess. Four yeah, we five. have one tonight at 1 a.m. and then three tomorrow. And our official showcase is at 745 tomorrow. A.M. or P.M.? P.M. Okay, good. Yeah. Woof. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> so here's the deal. I'm really excited that you guys did this, and I think that you're my favorite four-person band ever. So <laughs> so everybody, I want you to be able to check this out. So let me know. Where can we find you? All over the internet? Anywhere? Coinkatheband.com. It's K-U-I-N-K-A, like Coinkadink. And uh, we're on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, and we spend all of our time in a van, so we are never not on the internet, basically. It's pretty sad. It's pretty normal. (laughs) (laughs) Very accessible. I sometimes go to the woods to write a book, but other than that. Sometimes you have to. You're in the the, the new San Juan on the equator. (laughs) No cell reception there. Um. Do you have any uh, special things that we should know about you before we get off here? Like anything coming up that we need to look at or anything that you want to just promote and plug? This is your We have a Tiny Desk coming out um, in March, March yeah. 9th. We're really excited about that. What song did you play? Did we played three. Three, uh, three of, our, three of our, our, the songs from our most recent EP. Nice. Yeah, it was real fun. That was a, a real dream come true of ours. We all swooned repeatedly. <laughs> the whole time. The whole time. <laughs> so Just took turns. I'm curious. That's a real desk, correct? It is a real desk, yeah. Does that guy hate the, this whole series? <laughs> like, Never gets oh, any fine. <laughs> he is very disgruntled, kind of like crossed arms, tapping you know his, like constantly looking at his watch. Growling. Yeah. 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 No. Why me? No, <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> this is not fair. I don't understand. He chose it for himself. Yeah. He did it to himself, let's be yeah. honest. Well... It's working out for him, I guess. <laughs> I wonder if he gets like a bonus. Like somebody's well, here. It's Bob's desk. It's Bob Boylan, oh. and he's the one who does. Yeah. So it's he didn't. He's, he's Im- running. He didn't impose it on someone else. I wonder how that conversation went. Hey guys, <laughs> I have a thing. What if we like just do stuff here at my desk? Kind of a that, he sounded exactly like, like that. that. That's weird. Amazing. Really? No. <laughs> hey guys, so I was thinking, what does he sound like? Let's just go through every voice I can do. Those are mainly Southern voices. <laughs> I only, well, like in Missouri, you're like so. I'm from Southwest Missouri, so a lot of people have like a Southern accent. Ac- accent, yeah. I almost said accident. Um, <laughs> you don't want to have a Southern accent. Uh, I mean, on this carpet, you would never know. But, uh, but um, 
so but but like somehow even though i have a quite a redneck family i've ended up with almost completely non-regional diction like i just sound like i'm like if your printer ink's not working and it just keeps coming out it's just blank just nothingness that's that's my whole voice i think i heard you said printer just now you know i really (laughs) i my buddy gentry and i we we call each other or we like send each other videos all the time and but we just talk like so i sang the other day like have you seen the drapes at tj maxx they got drapes 50 percent off you won't believe they got off-white eggshell and we'll just talk like that for hours but i i really before we started this podcast i thought like no one can see me no one will have any idea who this is. I could just go by, like, Randy. If I could describe to your listeners, I'd say, like, very tall, almost like Slender Man sort of a vibe. The mohawk, I like. I, I wouldn't have gone with that many colors in one mohawk. But Sometimes you just, you don't know what color to pick. It's like, red and green is good, but it's a little Christmas. But if you put, if you put a fuchsia in there, it's like... Uh, he likes the party. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. I think I think it all works. But I, I think know. this podcast has a lot of flow. <laughs> <laughs> like Sean's gonna be like, "What the hell, man?" <laughs> we were like signing <laughs> off like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> this is. My wife would be like, no, this is what it's like talking to Corey. This is exactly... Are we doing impressions now, Nate? Do your Kermit the Frog impression. Hi-ho, Kermit the Frog here. This is Kermit the Frog singing the opening track from the famous Rodgers and Hammerstein's play, Oklahoma. There's a bright golden haze on the meadow. There's a bright golden haze on the meadow. The corn is as high as an elephant's eye. And it's... I don't remember those words. That's as far as I can get. In my... I think this is what this is what America wants. That's that's the uh, that's the new headline. We have Kermit the Frog sings Oklahoma. That's your clickbait. <laughs> I feel like southern accidents ensue. <laughs> what would it take for you guys to have a song called Southern Accidents? <laughs> I here's the deal. One one famous record that has us enough money, we can take a risk naming a song Southern Accidents. <laughs> what if it's like we're peaceful people? In quotations, southern accidents. So it like sounds, it's not like a bad thing, but you have this like, like. Bless their heart. If you yeah. record it for us, if like, we come to the studio. It's like a it Flight of the Concords kind of a song, Southern Accidents. It's true, yeah. That's exactly, perfect. Now they're going to steal it. Well, Our one money making idea. their band, Southern, I think we should trademark it right now. That's literally probably, if you, there's probably eight Accident. See if it's available. Get that domain right now. We're going there. GoDaddy.com. Yeah. All right. Here we go. StaffDaddy.com? What? Go. It's probably, that's probably like a freaking horrible website. We don't want that. Don't go. Don't do it. Very sexual. GoDaddy.com. Okay, here we go. Southern. Here we go. How do you spell Southern? There we go. I don't. I, accidents. I cannot even spell my name. This is. I'm the wrong person for this. Here we go. And why are you writing your name? I wasn't. <laughs> Son Separately of a gun! Your domain is available. <laughs> yeah. Buy it for someone else. Okay. Done. Here we go. Who's? Let's recite our debit cards. Who's putting right. their credit card down? <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> I just want to put this out there. 
Um, if you buy southernaccidents.com, anybody out there in the ethers, um, I will send you <laughs> like a bunch of stuff <laughs> in the mail. <laughs> That I don't need anymore. That I was gonna sell on Craigslist, but you can have it as a gift from me to you for buying SouthernExcellence.com, and we will start a, a Motorhead cover band together. Because I, I think that, I think that's what we need to do. This we is exactly what it's like being done. in your band, isn't it? I, I feel like we, we, if Sean was here, we'd have a producer, and we're like, screw producers, we're gonna make this podcast ourselves. <laughs> We've got the gear, we brought it on tour, and we're going to do whatever we want. And I think it turned out better because of it. This is like a podcast I've never done before. Well, anyway, we'll wrap this up. We are super glad. And by we, I mean me and all the personalities that I have embodied throughout our time together. Um, I would like to thank our um, 36th president um, for existing and... um, we are just going to be really excited about this band for a long time. We are going to throw up all their information on our website and links to some of the things that they're doing. We're even going to probably promote their tiny desk, which is like a conflict of interest. But we really like NPR, and we think they're better than we are. So let's do that and celebrate NPR. <laughs> so check these guys out. Spell your band name one more time. K-U-I-N-K-A. You got it. You guys are the best. I love you very much. And here's the deal. We won you over. We did you win did. your love. Oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> that was the goal of the whole podcast was to get you to love us. Oh and you just gosh. submitted it. So I feel like we on, should go to prom On recording. So. <laughs> wow. That was like, that's true love. I didn't even know that it happened. I didn't happened. know it happened. Wow. You have you to carry all four of us we across got the good. threshold. <laughs> oh, my gosh. At, at once, at the same yeah. time. Here's the deal. You come back to Kansas City. You come to our studio. And we will record your song. Southern Accidents. Southern Accidents. <laughs> Honestly, here's a, here's a trick. Don't tell Sean. <laughs> He'll never know. You can come record any song you want absolutely for free and tell Sean it's called Southern Accidents and then name it whatever the heck you want <laughs> and make money off of it. And that's cool with me. I just want to hang out with you guys again. Deal. Thank you guys for listening to the Shadowscape podcast. I hope that we have more like this, but it's unlikely as they are going back <laughs> to Seattle. But hopefully they'll come back and see us. If not, we will probably go find them on their little island <laughs> out in the sea. We love you guys so much. And until next time. This podcast was created by Shadowscape Records in Kansas City, Missouri. For more information, check us out online at shadowscaperecords.com. You can also find us at facebook.com slash shadowscape records, Instagram at shadowscape records, and Twitter at shadowscape jams. Somebody seen the foreign.